0: Thank you very much Brother Tillman For that message And and song Isn't it good to know That He was able to touch us Even though we were sinking In mock and mire of Sin With those scarred Hands, he carefully brought us together. Give us a name, likened unto His. I just want to pause for a moment and ask God's guidance. Our Father, we pause. And This evening, first of all, acknowledging you as our Father who art in heaven. Truly, O God, we we bow our hearts and our, our heads in your presence. And we ask for the guidance of your Holy Spirit as I seek to look into your word tonight. Lord, may your Holy Spirit give clarity of thought and may you help us to examine ourselves as we look into your word and may we truly hear what you are saying to us as individuals and as a church We acknowledge Lord is not by might Nor by power But by your Holy Spirit said the Lord Thank you Amen We are going to begin To talk tonight About the judgment Seat of Christ Who will be present at the judgment seat of Christ? The answer to that question is only believers will be present at the judgment seat of Christ. It is of course not a judgment for the believers' sin because we have just been reminded that the sins of the believers have been taken care of already at the cross. Our sins, that is the sins of those who have committed ourselves to him. Has been fully attuned for by Christ. When he gave himself up. To die where you should have died. Where I should have died. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 says, and I quote, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body whether they be good or bad.
1: This is not a request.
0: It is a command. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Who is the all? The all, of course, is believers, as I said. Paul is writing to the believers in Christ. And we are going to have to answer for the things that was done in the body. When Paul says that we must all appear, I want to remind you again that he is writing to believers. All we believers will be judged for
1: everything
0: we have done in this body as a believer we will be judged on the way we live our Christian life how we have lived in these bodies down here When we go into his presence we of course will be finished with this old body. You see flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. So we know that we will have a new body when we appear before the judgment seat of Christ. The most likely question he will ask is how we use this body. Again, how did we live down here in this body? Paul faced this question when he writes to the Philippians in Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 he says for me to live is Christ and to die is gain end of quote then he talked about his desire to go to be with Christ but also for his desire to live so that he could minister to
1: the Philippians he wanted to stay
0: so that he could preach the gospel to the Christians a little longer. That is the gospel of Christ.
1: I wonder if you knew
0: that you were going to die tonight. What would you ask God for? What would you do differently? Ah, uh, I'm sure that you can come up with a number of answers. But I have a Point in my life. My wife left me in Orlando, Florida, undergoing cancer treatment. On a scale of one to ten, I was a eight. And the thought never dawned on me until she left that evening. And then I found myself crawling into bed very early. And I turned my face to the wall. I had an apartment.
1: And I cry out to God.
0: And I said Lord, I wish you would let me see our children graduate from school. And then I was reminded of Hezekiah and what he did when the Lord told him to get his house in order because he was going to die. And I remember saying, but if I'm going to be like Hezekiah, Lord, take me home. Unfortunately, looking back, my priority was not in the right place. And of course, having a a wife and children that I wanted to take care of. There's nothing wrong with that. That that wasn't anything wrong. But what about my priority? Was I saying to God that I don't trust you to take care and do a far better job than I can do with my family? I have been convicted over and over and over again since the Lord blessed me with my lovely wife and children and I won't change them for anything or anyone but I remember quite vividly as a newborn Christian, this particular scripture. First Corinthians chapter seven verse thirty two. I quote I would like you to be free from concerns. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of the world and how he can please his wife. It was not until this time that this verse really rang out to me in a meaningful way. Because when I got into the scripture in my early Christian life, I said, no, Lord, you don't have to worry about me about that because uh, if I have a wife, then I'm all yours. Saying as much, Lord, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm different, but where was my concerns when I discovered that my cancer could have easily take me to be with Him? It was my family. It wasn't like Paul. It should have been. I should have been concerned about. Helping. People. Who are unsaved. I should have been concerned. About sharing. God's word a little longer. But that was not my concern.
1: Unlike Paul. I failed, miserably.
0: Paul didn't want to go. He said he wanted to stay in his body and preach a little longer. He wanted Christ to be manifested in his body that he might be accepted of him and might receive a reward. But I'll be very honest with you, that was not what crossed my mind. This is the way I believe we should feel. Wanting to stay in this body to do as much as the Lord would have us to do. I believe this should be a form of motivation for us as believers. Why? We are all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account.
1: We are going to answer to the Lord
0: for our lives. We are going to give a report, as it were, to Him.
1: What ever it is
0: that we are doing? Is it ushering? Are we on the sound system? Are we singing in the choir? Are we elders, deacons? Whatever it is that
1: we are doing,
0: we should be concerned that it is For the honor And glory Of our God Let me make it very clear That this is not The great white throne Judgment As we read in Revelation chapter 20 Verse 11 through 15 This is The beamer Or the judgment seat of Christ. There is a difference between the two. Let's read. From Revelation 20 verses 11 through 15. Then I saw a great white throne. And him who was seated on it. The earth and sky. Flee from his presence. And there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. The books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books verse 14 chapter 14 verse 10 you then why do you judge your brother or why do you look down on your brother For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. Revelation, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 14, verse 10, verse 11. It is written, As surely as I live, said the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give an account for himself to God. End of quote. We must give an account to God. As Brother Bethel just sung, how, how do you th- think you will feel when you stand before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, knowing that he gave you a gift
1: and you didn't use it?
0: Will feel Knowing that you Were born again into the family of God Because of his grace Because he gave his life In your place Now you stand before him To receive The gifts That he would want you to have and you discover you had nothing. My friends, there's a song that goes, no tears in heaven. There's also a scripture that says, he is going to wipe away all tears. My concern is, when is he going to wipe away those tears? me something else there will be tears in heaven because if there's no tears in heaven why would he wipe it away I mean uh, it's common sense and I believe there are going to be many of us who will be speechless when we stand before our Lord only to find out that we have wasted our time and energy that he blessed us with
1: for everything else
0: except for the purpose that he saved us when you look at the wound in his side knowing what he went through and you held back I held back Because he had so many gifts for you A matter of fact there are five crowns That we can earn And that's over and above the gifts That he has for us I've already written a message on the five crowns I just have to find, given the opportunity to share about it. I want you to try to let this sink in. Excuse me. Because there are too many of us who are called by his name. We know that we are born again into the family of God. We know that. But we are sitting with our hands
1: fold and we are waiting.
0: And I wonder how many of us are really waiting for him to come back. But he
1: reminded
0: us to occupy. Be busy. Get busy if you're not. Until he
1: comes. There is a crown for
0: those who love his appearing. But he didn't say that we should sit and fold our arms and just wish he would come to take us out of our misery.
1: We should be busy in well-doing and do not faint.
0: I only have a few more minutes. I'm going to finish this message in the will of the Lord next Sunday.
1: When will
0: the judgment seat of Christ occur? I'm glad you asked that question. The judgment seat for the believers will occur immediately following the rapture. Of course, the rapture is future. It hasn't happened yet, because I'm still here. But you know, Paul had a problem in his day. There were those who went around teaching that the rapture had already occurred. And believe me, there are those today who are saying that the rapture has already occurred. But I say to you, it has not occurred We are going to know when it occurred It's not going to be an ordinary day It's not going to be a day as usual Because you might be in a jumbo jet And everybody in the cockpit might know Jesus Christ as their personal savior And you can't even get in if you could fly. It's not going to be an ordinary day. The rapture, as I indicated, is a future event and also an imminent event. When all the born again believers will be caught up in the air by Jesus and taken home by him to be in heaven. The timing of the judgment seat of Christ is given in a number of scriptures. I'm not gonna have enough time to read all of them, but I'll permit me please to read a few of them. Luke chapter 14, verse 12 and f- through 14. When you give a luncheon or a dinner Do not invite your friends, your brothers, or relative, or your rich neighbor. If you do, they might invite you back, and so you will be
1: repaid. In other words, don't you expect
0: to get paid when you stand before our Lord if you are inviting people who can invite you back because you would have had your reward. Verse 13. But when you give a banquet, Invite the poor The crippled The lame The blind How many of us Even thought of doing
1: that Verse 14
0: And you will be blessed Although they cannot Repay you, you will be repaid At the resurrection Of the righteous So my understanding is If you invite the right people To your party I'm not talking about throwing one or two And hope you can fool God I'm talking about having a party for the poor and the needy Rather than someone who invites you back Or you hope invites you back I'll tell you the truth When I was first given the position of of assistant to the pastor Believe it or not We went from home to home Because people invited us to everything it seemed they were having. But you know, when I had my party, I never invite them. So I said to myself, if they're expecting me to invite them back, I'll know whether it's genuine or not. When I had my party, they were needy people. They were poor people. They couldn't invite me back. So, maybe I'm Anyway, I'm guilty right now. I'm feeling guilty anyway. Oh, oh, so now that you did that, you think you're going to get this big reward. Anyway, that's what the scripture says. But I'll tell you what. We don't go to many, we don't have many invitations anymore because we don't invite them back because we don't have that kind of parties.
1: May I say to you in
0: closing and I'll pick up here next Sunday night, let me say that rewards or reward is associated with the resurrection and the rapture is when the church is resurrected And we are ushered into the presence of our Lord. I am going to stop there tonight. And I'll continue, God's willing, next Sunday. Afternoon. On this very, very... Interesting, not invitation, command that we have, we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And the purpose is to give an account of our stewardship. Shall we pray? But I want to thank you because it's very sobering as I looked into this. And I am convinced that we as your church are not doing what you expect us to do or what you command us to do Lord help us not to be so worldly that we just do what the world does you remind us if we if we do that we are no better than the unsaved we have our rewards because maybe we invite them in order to be in invited it back or maybe we invite them so that we can befriend them whatever the reason Lord help us to examine ourselves and see what is it that we are not doing according to your word Lord as we leave this building this evening I pray that we will go with hearts that are stirred and may we search the scripture to see what you are saying to us about your gifts that you have for us but we might find that when we stand there we will Not receive any rewards. What an embarrassment. Oh God. Help me that I will not be ashamed when I stand before you. Go with us as we go, Lord. Dwell with us where we dwell. And we will be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For it's in Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Thank you very much.